Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to talk about what it takes to manage and keep your best employees. We'll start with a question from a manager who has a super competent employee working on her team and fears losing that person. Always do, right? Um, During the second part of the podcast, we'll address these invaluable employees directly. So if you're a star employee, how do you determine your next career steps? Oh boy, this is To me, this is actually an intriguing issue because sometimes your best employee quickly becomes restless, wanting to move up to the next level. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question. I have an employee who exceeds all of my expectations. This person is a hard worker, very smart, and a pleasure to work with. He's extremely competent, gets along with others, and makes life easier. Because of these qualities, he's moved up the ladder very quickly. My one concern is that he's going to outgrow my needs and become restless. Is there anything I can do to get him to stay? Mm, Probably not. (laughs) Give him your job? (laughs) Well, yeah, that if you're ready to retire, move on. That might be helpful. So we call these people star, the star employees. They're, they're, um, you know, they're the ones that are really destined to own their own business, uh, more own their own business than to become a CEO of a corporation. Although some of them do, some of mm-hmm. them, you know, yeah. grow, grow big businesses, uh, and then, you know, retire early and then start something. Um, but they're, um, they have a high capacity to get a lot of work done. They don't have a lot of excuses. Um, they're, they're rare. They're rare yeah. people. And when you have one, you don't want to lose them. In. Oh, <laughs> That's for you sure. I, I would just stay friends with them because, uh, you know, you're going to want to watch. It's always very interesting to see, um, you know, where they go and what they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think what's so interesting about this is when you have one of these star employees, because they'll come on, they'll learn quickly, they never shirk responsibilities, they're always yeah. willing to do the next thing. They A lot of times you think they own the company because they sound, seem so self-assured. Um, they're such a delight to work with. And then you immediately start to worry, like, when are they going to go, right? Yeah. And that's because they probably are. Yeah, you know it. You can feel it that they take on a new challenge and they take it on like nobody else. They yeah. learn it really quickly. They what whether it's taking classes, meeting with mentors, whatever it takes, they learn it. Yeah. And they grasp it pretty quickly. Um and then they're ready to move on. And you know how many opportunities does one company have for one person? Probably not that much. Yeah. So you know the, what you can do is be reasonable with them, give them opportunities, but expect them to go, you know, and, you know, and wish them well and stay in touch. I was going to say, Kathy, I've seen you uh, coach people on taking it even a step further, which is to find out what the star employees goals are. Right. 
<clears throat> right? And see if there are ways in the current position that you can facilitate either if they want more training or they're looking for specific opportunities or they'd like to belong to a certain professional organization that you can sort of be, you may keep them a little longer if you can be a bit of a launch pad, mm -hmm. providing them with resources and opportunities for growth. Yeah, I think you could do that. I think that that would work for a little bit longer. Yeah. But ultimately, um, you know, they're going to cut their own path. And, you know, their change, their interests change as they continue to grow. So they may not know where they ultimately want to be at the time you ask them that. But, you know, you just have to be willing to let them go. And then they'll always return to see how you're doing and be friends. But I don't think uh, they're going to necessarily continue to work for you. So this is, you know, there. If you meet one of these people in your career, it's you're lucky. And if you are a coworker, I would stay in touch and get jobs from them because they're going to keep moving and shaking. <laughs> Even if you're the manager, you may not want to stay in touch for opportunity right. for you as well, right? Right. But it is that thing of accepting that their their trajectory is yeah. one that requires constant movement. I think that's part of what yeah. you're saying, that they have to be moving in order to feel that they're growing. Is that they right? Bored. Well, you know, I wanted to make a distinction because there, I think there are certain people that have a false um, image of themselves and think that they deserve more than they actually do. This is the person that really actually does deserve yeah. the constant growth. And, you know, they, it's not like they need to grow every five minutes. It could take three years to master a job and then they're ready to move on to the next thing. Right. But you can't give them a fake job because they, they will know it's fake. That's not right. what they do that they, you know, it's not about title and money. It's about constantly growing and learning. I think that's more, you know, where they are and they're destined for, for greatness. And yes, you, can you know, feel, I remember we, <clears throat> sorry, you can feel that from them. Yeah. I'm re re remembering that we had a star employee, a person who helped us start this podcast. Right. And I remember when she, I think she told you first that she was leaving. I just remember feeling heartbroken. <laughs> I was so upset. Yeah. So I guess we can warn this manager, you're, she, he or she, this is a he in this case, will break your heart. Uh, but that's part of the process. And it will, I think the other part of it is, you know, managers hate to have to hire again and again. So I think right. that that's sort of the downside of having a star employee yeah. is that you yeah. probably should be, you should continue to look for talent because you, it's highly likely you are going to have to replace this person. Yeah. And they have raised the bar for you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So let's look at from the other uh, the other side, um, from the employee's point of view. What if you are a star? How do you determine your next career steps? Mm. So, you know, from the stars that I've known and I've been considered one, I mean, in the past, um, I think, you know, your career path is may not be completely laid out for you because you break barriers and yeah. you probably do things that nobody has thought of. Like uh, if anyone would have told me when the younger version of myself that I would be doing this now, that we'd be working in workplace behavior, I wouldn't have known that because right. I didn't know there was such a topic at the time. We were very early in that. Yeah. So, you know, they, they, all they know is that they don't want to get bored. Yes. 
that they want to be contributing. Yeah. So, and, and how do they know when they're bored? It's when they've done the job and they run up against other people's resistance or the company's resistance yeah. to make necessary changes that would make things better. Yeah. That's usually when they hit a wall. Yeah. Well, and do, is it, would you also be looking for, if they're, if they are the natural leaders, then mm -hmm. you may want to look while you're in a position, you're constantly looking for what's my next step in professional growth, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would imagine a star would be a good candidate for having a really solid executive coach who's helping you think about building your career, not just deal with the restlessness, but really right. helping you maybe slow down enough to consider what is it that you want to build? What are the skill sets you want to build? What are the experiences that you want to build? What within a job would help you on your next um, venture? And, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that's the job actually of a star is to make it, try to make your movement a very conscious movement. That's really hopefully taking you in the direction you want to go. Yeah. But even if it's not, there's never a mistake, you know, because they'll always use it in some way or another and they yeah. can change careers um, because what they have are the skills that it takes to be successful. They can get along with people, they can negotiate, they can sell, they can uh, they can operate within most, you know, if it interests them, most environments. Um, so the, actually that's a really interesting point because in working for you isn't working for me. I remember we have the boss baggage assessment. Yeah. And in there, what we said was the worst situation for a star is to work for a micromanager. Oh God. Yeah. So maybe one thing when asking this question, how do you determine your next career steps? Maybe part of it is really looking at the leadership in whatever organization you think you want to move to before you become your own boss and making sure that it's someone or a, a company that will allow you to, in a sense, spread your wings, right. To gain more experience, to have a certain degree of autonomy to be able to be in a, an influencing and decision-making position. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think that sounds right. You know, but you still can run across one stupid micromanager and, you know, <laughs> they're hiding you know, everywhere. They're lurking everywhere. They are. I mean, the star light needs to be trusted because they get things done. Yeah. And if you, you know, show a lack of respect for that or don't trust and have to see everything, that will be the killer for them. They will just leave. Yeah. They'll just find another place to go and they'll just leave, you know, the way they came. Like they'll just find another job and be gone. Yeah. They, they're not going to argue. They're not going to sue. They're not going to make a big deal. They're just going to leave. <laughs> and that, you know, that's what they do because they're on a path of, of, uh, bettering themselves, not yeah. bringing anyone else down. So, um, I mean, I, I think you just have to recognize when you have someone like this, we've coached so many people that have had star employees and we're always letting them know you've got to let them go. Just let them go because yeah. you're not, ultimately you're not going to be enough. Yeah. Because most well, companies are within parameters, you know, and you know, they, they just need people to do their jobs and that's not what this person ultimately wants to do. Right. I was going to say, I think if you're in a fast growing company, because I'm just remembering one yeah. uh, situation, Kathy, you and I ran into where the manager actually was promoted up. And so as soon as she was promoted up, she brought the star up with her. Yeah. So that is one potential. Yes. 
Right. If that can happen, you you've bought a couple of years. That's terrific. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that but you have to you have to just be willing to let them go. And everybody knows what we're talking about, right? Everybody has seen a star employee. Yeah. Uh, they come through the organization. They they just do really good. Uh, they make a difference, and then they're they're gone. Yeah. Uh, and watch them. They know how to they know how to keep moving. Yes. So that's it for this podcast. I hope you learned something. And if you have any further comments or thoughts on this topic, tweet us at AskK2. Also follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to MyCrazyOffice on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories to info at MyCrazyOffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.